Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. Nissan Stadium announces their newest concerts. The Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee is now being audited because of disaster relief money sent to them after the 2020 tornado. Plus, are affordable apartments being built in the Gulch? We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. Notice something is different. Yes, we, we are not wearing plaid right now. Uh, hopefully, some more fall things to come. Uh, but if you enjoyed our fall series uh, that we just went through for about a week and a half, um, let us know in the comments if you want more fall content as the leaves start to change. We, we tried to get ahead as much as possible so you were prepared for the fall season here in nashville and uh this weather is proving that our timing was impeccable on that this weather is remarkable and hopefully we're just gonna knock on wood that it stays this way and we don't have this third or fourth summer i I really don't know what we're on at this point i really don't uh well only time will tell but if you like that fall series let us know uh make sure to hit like on youtube to, to let us know that you are enjoying this uh, we've got a lot since we did that fall series. If you want to watch that, uh, go to NashvilleDailyPodcast.com to catch up on those episodes to see what you need to be doing this fall and into the Halloween time. Uh, but a lot to catch up on since we've been doing this fall series. A lot of development news in Nashville. Um, and, and we're going to catch you up with all of that today. But first, we have to make sure that if you are looking to buy Uh, or sell, or even just learn about the market in Nashville. You need to learn all of that from Brad Reynolds and make sure that if you are buying or selling that you contact Brad. If you're thinking Nashville, you need to be thinking Brad. You can find more over at thinkbrad.com or you can contact Brad at 615-856-3270. You can find him on Instagram at Brad underscore Reynolds underscore Nashville. They're talking a lot about on his YouTube channel at thinkbrad about some of the newer developments. So make sure you're keeping up with the latest on there. And we're going to be talking about some new developments today as well. Uh, But make sure you head to thinkbrad.com. I think 2023 is going to be a very big fiscal year for Nashville as announcements are already starting to come in for some shows that are happening at Nissan stadium and other venues throughout this city. So you don't you don't think Nissan Stadium is going to be torn down at that point? No, absolutely not. So how I, far do you think they're willing to book a show for Nissan Stadium, pending that it's not going to? I, I guess it depends on what they're go, where the Titans are going to play while the other stadium is is being built. Do you well, think that, be, that the current playing, they'll be playing at the current stadium? You think so? Yeah, it's just a parking. You think? Do you, you think there's mess? <laughs> you think there's going to be two stadiums essentially almost side by side for a short amount of time yeah, until for, they demolish the old one a good year and a half. Yeah, the, the main thing that is will under be very interesting. It's going to, it's going to be terrible <laughs> for parking, uh, but we are seeing announcements now for next year for huge shows coming to Nissan stadium. And one of the big shows that was just announced is Luke Combs is going to perform at Nissan stadium on April 15th 
of 2023. So tickets have already been on sale for That's crazy. like almost two weeks. I wonder if it's sold out. Let me look. Uh, you can go to LukeCombs.com to get the tickets. Uh, country singers Riley Green and Lainey Wilson um, will also play there. Um, they, they said they'll be playing main support in there. So they'll be joining Luke Combs, Flatland Calvary and Brent Cobb will be opening the show. Um, and, uh, this is part of his, uh, tour, but this is actually, uh, Luke Combs first headlining stadium gig in Nashville. Um, so this is pretty cool for Luke Combs. Stuart looks like there's still some tickets left. Yeah, so the pit, uh, the pit is three hundred twenty-seven dollars a ticket each. Uh, just letting you guys know, that's not too bad compared to compared what to Elton, Elton John's uh, farewell tour. I'm putting in quotes, final farewell tour, which is uh, close to a thousand. Yeah, for these, that that may not be too bad. That's crazy. So there, there's still a lot of seats I think available uh, throughout, but a lot of resale seats are available. That's the biggest primary uh, thing. So all those little red markers are resale seats. Oh, oh, <laughs> which ones are the, there's only like, there's, there's like, so there's like one blue one available here, <laughs> one blue one available here. That's funny. It, it's a pretty almost sold out show, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. So, uh, if you want to get tickets for that, there looks like they're going fast and, uh, that's not going to last long. All right. So if you were here in Nashville for the 2020 tornado, uh, you know that there was one uh, nonprofit that was talked about a lot as far as distributing disaster relief uh, funds, and that is the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee. Well, uh, now there's, a, according to News Channel 5, a Metro Councilwoman who wants answers from the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee. I think News Channel 5 investigates had raised questions previous to of where the money went. This article, yeah, mm-hmm. this article was written in mid-September about where the money went because essentially, I, I believe if I'm remembering correctly, there was not really documentation or proper documentation of where the dollars went once that they got into the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee. That, that and then the community foundation, if I remember that article, uh, they were also sitting on relief money still. Yeah. So yeah. there's a, a News Channel 5 investigates that raised questions about how the community foundation, and it's weird that they're not calling it the community foundation of Middle Tennessee because that's how it's kind of was previously known. They're just calling it community foundation. There are questions about how they handled public donations after after the disaster, according to News Channel 5. Councilwoman Courtney Johnston uh, asked the Metro Audit Committee to conduct an audit of all the money collected and distributed by the Community Foundation after the 2010 flood. That one's going to be hard to track. The 2020 tornadoes. That one's a little easier. The Christmas Day bombing and the 2021 flood in South Nashville. So it's There's not a lot just that's the, happened in Nashville. It's <laughs> it's a, it's not just the tornado now. It's it's all the money is being audited. Uh, now for that, uh, as she made her case before the committee, Johnson said, uh, Johnston said, what did that money go to? And I think we owe it to ourselves. We owe it to our community, the people who donated money, um, so that we, we owe them transparency and accountability. Um, so uh, they said in this article earlier this year, news channel five investigates exposed how the community foundation had not tracked, nor could it account for more than $8 million in donations that it gave out. After the March 2020 tornadoes. That's not good at all. Yeah. Um, so Johnson said the lack of response has been disturbing for 
for that from the community foundation. Uh, Metro has also has had a long-standing agreement with the foundation to collect and uh, disperse donations on behalf of the city after disasters. Mm-hmm. So you'd think the paperwork would be pristine yeah. uh, for that, the relationship with Metro. Uh, so the audit committee voted, voted to give community foundation the option of hiring an outside company to do a complete audit audit or having the city do it. Uh, so I'm sure we will hear more about that uh, in the coming weeks or months, depending on how long that process is going to take. Now let's talk about some local Nashville food. And I, uh, I want to throw this one out here. So I had the opportunity to go to the bell mead meet and three, basically very nice. like twice in a row, like back to back. Um, <laughs> That's not, nice. not, not for lunch and dinner, but it was for lunch and a lunch. Okay. Uh, okay. So I had a few different things and I'll just talk about the different options I had. So All right. I had their smoked meatloaf, which was delicious. Uh, I also had their smoked brisket, which I think they only have their briskets on Saturdays, maybe. Okay. Um, and then I had their macaroni and cheese and their macaroni mm. and cheese had this nice crust on top. So like it was like baked really well and then like it just blended really well i had a fried okra is that the mac and um, cheese that you put on the explore tn page no that mac and cheese that, is, is that a different place. one yeah that's at a different you've had a place. lot of good mac and cheese lately dude i've been eating well man <laughs> i've been eating well uh but i'll talk about that place on tomorrow's episode or a, a later episode okay uh but this had like a crusted mac and cheese it was really good the fried okra was amazing but what really stood out to me was the sweet potato casserole. Mm. Uh, that was fantastic. That does sound really good. And they also had fruit tea. And I am a huge fan of fruit tea. That's um, That all sounds fantastic. So just a really, really good meal. How are they price-wise? Uh, I think like, like how much so, for, for a, like an average meal so plate meat, meat in two sides, I think was eleven ninety five. 95. That's really good. So, and then the, the for, tr- for, for a, for bell mean meat and three. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Uh, so I think the meat and three was twelve ninety five, And then the drink I think was probably a couple bucks. 250, yeah. Three bucks. Wow. Yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, all right. So, uh, if you visited bell mean meat and three as well, um, let us know if you like their experience, but, uh, also, what other meet and threes do you like in town? Uh, tons of them, but not many as there used to be. But let us know your favorites down in the comments. All right, let's head over to Explorers Nashville tip of the day. For Explorers Nashville, tip of the day, it's a great day to hike around the Radnor Lake State Park. It's a nice 71 degrees. It's Man, sunny. This it's w- beautiful fall. I can't weather. remember the last time that it's been this beautiful and incredible uh, this in early. <laughs> Usually it's like in the mid 90s, high 80s, uh, but this is incredible fall weather. Uh, and the, the reason that we want to talk about the hiking at Radnor Lake is we just did that fall series and we have an episode on best locations to hike in Nashville. So if you're looking to get outdoors and experience this beautiful Tennessee weather, which is rare, it's very rare, <laughs> uh, go check out that series. Yeah, just go outside. That's going to be our tip yeah, of the day for a outside. lot of this stuff, just yeah. uh, just that as a heads up. But we're, we're going to be incorporating some of that stuff from the fall series you haven't been listening we'll try to incorporate as much from that fall series as possible make sure you have the best fall here in tennessee while the weather is the best we've experienced in quite a while so go hike at radnor lake uh state park and enjoy the beautiful weather that is explorers nashville tip of the day 
Today's episode is in part brought to you by Bowtie Barber Club, which is located in the heart of Donaldson. I'm really looking forward to getting my beard trimmed because it's been a second and like it's it's getting to that awkward place where you're like, do I keep it really, really long where it grows <laughs> to the right or do I keep it really, really long and it grows to the left? So uh, my best trusted beard place is Bowtie Barber. So uh, that's a tongue twister in, it, in itself, <laughs> but I love a good cleanup from Bowtie Barber Club. Yes, I, I, I'm very excited for my next haircut there. Uh, we we trust them completely with our hair, the beards, everything. You have a fantastic experience there. They are well equipped to handle whatever you bring them. You can go to bowtiebarberclub.com or give them a call. You can visit them in the great community of Donaldson. All right, so now let's talk about some development news, and we're going to be really looking at a lot of renderings of what's going to be coming in the future. It's always exciting when we have a lot of good renderings. And and these renderings are fantastic. Uh, But we've talked about this a few times here on the podcast, but this is the factory in Franklin, and they are completely redoing the inside. It's going to be this incredible mixed-use thing on the inside, but they just released renderings of what it's going to look like on the outside of mm. the factory. And they're adding a lot of seating areas, a lot of outdoor dining. So it's just going to be a really great experience at the factory. Yeah. I mean, this makes a lot of sense to add this outdoor component to it. They have a lot of space there that can be used in those non-parking areas. Um, even off to the side of the factory that is opposite of the main parking side. Mm-hmm. I think they they may have some opportunities there that we haven't seen yet. Um, but this is this is pretty cool. We'll show this rendering from outside uh, the factory. This is one of their renderings here. So, and this really just takes advantage of the outdoor space to where people can can uh, hang out, take a lot of the food from the factory and the coffee yeah. and, and uh, hang outside, especially before their shows in the evenings. Yeah, so if you know anything about Franklin, I believe this is going down the um, Hillsborough Pike uh, Road uh, right there. Okay. Uh, and so I think where this photo would have been taken from, there's a Mafiosa's Pizzeria that's right there. And so they're just going to be adding a lot more sidewalks, a lot more seating areas, and then you'll have your main entrance into the factory right there in the middle. Yeah, and then there is another rendering that we can uh, see. If you're familiar with the factory, you'll probably know uh, where this this sits, but here's the other rendering. Um, It looks like it's going to be more friendly for people to walk around the factory. Most of the experience of the factory now is you walk in, and then enjoy all the shops, but it looks like you may have to, you can probably, once you get to maybe one side of the factory, enjoy a nice walk uh, around, looks like some small little garden areas that they'll have, some nice outdoor seating areas, maybe enjoy some of your meals outside, and then walk to other parts of the factory uh, from the outside and then entering through other zones. Yeah, so the photo we're looking at right now is at the base of the water tower, if you're listening to the podcast, and right underneath the water tower, uh, there's like a little green space, like a, like a little park area. And then there's like this round seated area. That would be an incredible area for a fire pit. Yeah. And uh, so very cool to see that uh, we've shown renderings of the inside. If you go to our archives and search factory, uh, the factory in Franklin, you, you'll probably see some of the other renderings that we uh, have have talked about. But some of the upgrades on the inside include additional restaurants. They're doing some roof work, some re- uh, uh, preser- preservation projects. Uh, the new owner said they're honoring the lease of current tenants right now, 
and will keep the popular farmer's market in place. And all the renovations are expected to be uh, completed by next year. And they're, they're saying more than the, uh, um, the arcade is, is, is really communicating right now with their tenants. Yeah. It's, Be- because uh, so the post office is moving out of the arcade. They're, they're kind of figuring out if the post office should move. I don't know if they've yeah. made a decision, but uh, there, there's a good chance that is it might. It, the question I have, and I think I just, I have to look this up is I don't think there's, I think both agencies that own the factory and the arcade are based out of New York city. I doubt they're the same agency though. Yeah, I can't, I can't yeah, it's interesting. Somebody I'm not comment sure. below. Somebody probably already <laughs> knows that. Uh, now we're going to make our way into Nashville. And who would have thought another apartment complex being built in Nashville? Who would have, I had no idea it's coming. <laughs> well, especially in the Gulch. Every time I see I, I see these things, I'm like, like, where in the uh, room is that? Yeah. How how is there still room in the Gulch to develop these massive buildings? And it, it astonishes me every time, especially this new one. And speaking of uh, New York, uh, the property, according to the Business Journal, it, so it's a Miami company. They secured the funding to build a residential tower near the Gulch's main retail strip. So this is an area where you definitely don't have much room to work with. Uh, but Property Markets Group secured $130 million from New York City Square Mile Capital, according to newly filed Davidson County Records. Uh, the company also received $32 million uh, Square Mile Capital uh, mezzanine loan, um, a hybrid debt and equity financing that accompanies the prime construction mortgage, as well as $35 million through CrowdStreet, an online real estate investment platform. So all of this is going to build something called Society Nashville. It is a 16-story, this is the crazy part, 502-unit residential high-rise at 915 Division Division Street. This is adjacent to the STK Steakhouse. It's expected to open in 2024, and we do have the rendering for this. Stuart, does this knock out any parking in the Gulch? Yes, yeah, so there's there's actually two lots that we're going to be talking about, and we're going to get Greg the Google guy on the street because we have not heard from Greg in a while, and I hope he's been doing all right. Like, <laughs> Wait, I, just, I guess he got a vacation during this fall yeah, series he, a little he, bit. A little bit. He, yeah. he, he, he did a little bit of the driving from Nashville type stuff, but he, he's been on a good vacay. Uh, but this building, I believe, will knock away some parking, and if I remember correctly, we'll have to look this up with Greg, uh, 915. I believe there's a storage unit near here uh, in this general area. Uh, but this building looks like something you would see in Miami. Um, just the the colorful walls, this rooftop. I don't know if that's like a rooftop terrace and stuff. Uh, but this looks absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So uh, again, this is in the Gulch off of Division Street. Uh, we are getting Greg uh, out of out of his uh, nice little sabbatical. <laughs> We're gonna go to this. Uh, now the interesting part is the the premise of their say PMG, which is the property market group. The premise of PMG's society living platform is to provide. Uh, this is an interesting uh, adjective: attainably priced and community driven rental housing in vibrant, growing cities. Attainably priced. Don't exactly know what that means. I think they're trying to make it sound like it's not going to be super lavish and totally expensive, but it's also not going to be uh, in the cheapest realm of pricing, uh, but it's going to be attainably priced, which no idea kind of, <laughs> if no you idea. know what that means, let us know in the comments what you think attainably priced and community driven rental housing 
means. But, you know, they may be able to say they're the cheapest living place in the gulch rental wise. Yeah. If they're going for this kind of attainably priced uh, thing and they say they believe Society Nashville will be an ideal addition to the neighborhood. So we have Greg, the Google guy on the street, and we are losing one parking lot in okay. the Gulch. And I was correct. So right to your left is that storage uh, facility. Yeah, it was only a matter of time for that, but, that big old parking lot. But what's interesting is in the rendering that we just saw for Society Nashville is they had a building that was a multiple story building to the left where that storage facility is. And I don't think anything has been announced for that. It's no. this parking lot right here. The, that's they, 915 the, Division Street. They, they probably just don't don't want a storage building in their rendering the rendering to their, to their mostly invest, to their investors. <laughs> and they're like, the investors are looking at Google maps and they're like, there's a storage building right yeah. next to it. Uh, so there, this is a, another building that's going to be in the Gulch or this is a great view of the same building. But what I'm seeing in this rendering is there's also that multi-story building as well. So we're going to show this rendering off as well. So this is looking from the interstate the building to your left is where that STK Steakhouse is. This is this in the Gulch, too? Yeah, so this is... Where did this, they find the space? Well, this is that parking lot. So that huge parking lot. So <laughs> oh, this, this is, is the this, interstate. Okay, so this is the um, same same building. Yeah, so Just different building. view, okay. And then that building to your right, uh, on the right-hand side of the rendering, that is the building where the storage unit is, and nothing's been announced there. Interesting. They just made their own uh, structure. Yeah, they're just uh, like, They just made their own structure. They're just claiming one, it right now. Let's make this look ugly. Okay, I, I almost thought it was a different building uh, at first because uh, there is another... There's an update to an existing uh, Gulch project right now that we're, we're talking about. This is also coming from the Business Journal. Um, so... This is a site uh, that was announced kind of in last last year or early to mid last year. Uh, this is part of uh, Title's second Gulch project. Title is the uh, is the group who is kind of uh, partnering with New York based Access Industries to bring this tower. Um, they paid in May of 2021 16 million dollars for 0.8 acres in the Gulch. So this site. We're going to show some uh, Greg, the Google guy is going to kind of show us where this is, uh, but a little bit about this uh, tower. If you don't remember, it's a 26 story tower, 385 residential units. It will have underground parking. So we got Greg on site. He didn't have to go far. He was already in the gulch. Yeah, he just took a little taxi. <laughs> the, 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 the cool thing that I really like about this is there's almost 20,000 square feet of restaurant and retail space which is in this building. Which is brilliant for this area. And that's the thing I think like the gulch, parts of the gulch is thinking very forward thinking like, hey, let's have a bunch of retail here. But 20,000 square feet is very smart. So this is 11th Avenue. I believe this site right here where the uh, cranes are is the 125. And then right behind it is the brand new Assyrian building. Wow. And so then you have the greenway that basically goes right here. And so there's just so much happening here in the Gulch. And I believe this one, that con current construction site, is that yeah. hotel. So, that hotel. yeah, so you, you see this right here. You'll be able to see a... Uh, a rendering of kind of what that corner looks like. This is coming uh, from the business journal. Um, so this is interesting. This, okay. This is a 30 story uh, luxury unit with, uh, okay. So I was previous plans was a 26 story tower. Oh, 
the update out. is a 30-story luxury residential tower. Nice. 393 units. Wow. Uh, they're breaking ground in the first quarter of 2023. The firm expects the project will be finished in early 2025. Um, so I wonder if they're keeping the same amount of retail that was announced in the uh, in the previous project. Or they're going to have more. That would be great. So this yeah, is, or they're going to have more. This is basically where <laughs> Greg was uh, standing, but it does not look like this right now. Yeah. No, unfortunately not. But, uh, y- you know, I-, I think they know in the Gulch, retail is the standard for the bottom floor of all of these places. Thank goodness. Uh, restaurants and retail. So hopefully they will kind of continue that tradition, especially. I mean, you have the Assyrian foot traffic. Yes. There already. And. Excuse me. That area is very well known for w- what we'll talk about here. Uh, maybe I think it's the next episode. Tomorrow's episode. Uh, it's it's known for its restaurants. Unfortunately, a restaurant in that area just closed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, that area is known for really really good restaurants. It, it is. And now now we're going to cross over the railroad tracks. Uh, so we're going to go up to Church Street, cross over the railroad tracks, and there's this huge development called the Nashville Yards. This is a one <laughs> bi- just that, that little yeah. that little development. It's a one billion dollar development, <laughs> and uh, there's some announcements. And we we've talked about this extensively here on the podcast. Literally, if you search Nashville Yards or Nashville Bird Yards, I think that's an Yard episode. Birds or something Yard like birds. that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you, you'll find a whole renderings that we've talked about. And we knew that there was going to be a a luxury movie theater coming in but this is the first time we're actually seeing renderings of an incredible looking bowl of popcorn well this is these are the the types of luxury that people want right right they don't the, people want luxury added in a very convenient way yeah uh and so uh austin-based evo entertainment group and according to the tennessee announced tuesday it will open this experimental entertainment venue in late 2024 it is a uh, 4,500 capacity live music venue, w- which not the main feature here, as you can see on the screen. Uh, will all, that'll also be a part of their new destination. But the highlight here is this dine-in cinema. This is the luxury that we want. We want the good Nashville food brought in while we watch a, a movie in downtown Nashville. I'll be uh, honest, man. I go to the movies all the time. I, I would, I would participate. In this. I mean, it's just, it makes sense. Hopefully, they combine it with good food and not like. Like, like deep fried Cheetos. Yeah. Like de- yeah. <laughs> deep fried Cheetos, that, uh, like, <laughs> like deep fried movie theater, generic food. I hope they really kind of step it up a little bit. Uh, but a dining cinema with 12 screens will share a new downtown entertainment complex with bowling lanes, gaming activities, a restaurant in the massive national yard project underway downtown. They're also going to have that large 4,500 capacity live music venue late 2024 is actually not terrible. It's not terrible for this. I, no. I, I, hopefully it's attainable, but they're actually, they're moving fairly quickly on the Nashville yards. Uh, they are nonstop over in that area. I just want to talk about a few things in this rendering. So that, that bucket of popcorn, it's probably going to be $15. Yeah, I mean, you because, know what you're getting into because, in that. Because popcorn right now <laughs> at a Regal Theater is $10 for a large. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you yeah. definitely you know what you're getting into when you go to one of those places. So uh, hopefully, as long as it's, like, good food, I think people will, will, like, absolutely love it. So this is the inside of the restaurant, I guess. Or no, this is the lobby for the movie theater. Yeah, so they, they said this. films. The complex will take up an entire floor. 
of an office building in the center of Nashville Yards. I'm guessing just for the cinemas. Yeah. Um, no way a 4,500 capacity live music venue is going to only take up one office floor. Unless it's a huge floor. <laughs> yeah, it, it, maybe maybe it's a big floor. I don't know. But uh, this will be first uh, Evo's first foray into Tennessee. They started back in 2014. Uh, today, they have 19 locations in five states. So maybe some of you have already been to some of Evo's uh, kind of entertainment sites before. And so you, you may actually really enjoy them. And And uh, let us know in the comments if you have, if you really like their experiences. And hopefully we'll learn more about them soon. Yeah. One thing uh, the Tennessean did not mention that News Channel 5 did mention is there's going to be gravity ropes. What the heck are gravity ropes? I don't know. So let's look it up real quick. Gravity ropes. And this is going to be a part like, of the uh, like the entertainment area, or is this part of the, the it's movies? Part, it's part of the entertainment area. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I guess this is gravity ropes. We're just going to show these images. I, I'm not sure what that is. Okay. So this this uh, this kind of reminds me right now of the uh, what's in the some of the malls in uh, Tennessee where yeah, you yeah. can just like jump up and down. On oh, this it's just like trampoline. Oh, it's just like it's, okay. like it's like a high ropes, high ropes course, course. That's exactly what inside it is. of there. Okay. Okay. That's I mean probably fun for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Probably uh, we saw a lot of that in Pigeon Forge. Yeah. There's a ton of that. Yeah. In Pigeon Forge. Yeah. So uh, all right. That for now. For now, that is all the development news. But uh, I think are, are we talking about restaurants tomorrow? Yeah, we're talking about food. Oh, yes, we're going to we're, we're we're walk away that. hungry after listening to tomorrow's episode. Yeah, so uh, stay tuned. We're going to be talking about some of the best fall openings for restaurants. We know your restaurant list is long already of places to try, and uh, we're, we're not going to help that in any way. We're going to bring you more restaurants to put on your list. So get excited for that. Uh, get your appetite ready, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Nashville Daily. To learn more about today's episode, visit NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. And to stay connected, head to our Discord, and you can find the link at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com slash connect. Nashville Daily is now offering tours. If you'd like to take a tour of downtown Nashville, head to the link in the show notes or find out more details at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. Nashville Daily Podcast is an Explore.Nash production, copyright 2022.